What's up, everybody, and welcome to the O Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, CW. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to hit that bell on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting app. Let's get right into it. It's the 2023 Wrestling Wrap-Up here on O Wrestling. Thank you for listening, guys. You know I appreciate you. Uh, We only have 10 minutes, and that is an arbitrary time limit I've put on myself, only to make this podcast easy to make but also to keep you guys engaged you know hour-long podcasts are hard to commit to uh but because of that i only have so much time to talk about this year in wrestling and i don't know i feel like i need to extend the time limit of this podcast for this one but i won't but uh if you guys want longer episodes you let me know and maybe we'll do uh once a week we'll do like a 20 or 30 minute episode whatever helps you out in terms of wrestling content now i think 2023 for let's focus on wwe uh because i don't watch enough aew to make that much of a a comment on it but i think wwe had a fantastic year in professional wrestling i hell i think aew had a pretty great year as well uh i do like the rise of swerve strickland Uh, i do like uh what is it ricky starks and big bill as tag champs over AEW, Jericho's always going to be uh, an attraction in professional wrestling to me. So I think AEW's been uh, kicking in full gear. They do have some some uh, some gaps, but they also have incredible bright spots like MJF and Samoa Joe dealing with this devil character, who I hope is Mustafa Ali and not uh, Jack Perry. Um, but that's neither here nor there. For WWE... The, the product I watched the most, I think they've had a fantastic year. And coming out of 2022, which was a little hit or miss, but it was the the knighting of Triple H as the head of creative taking over for Vince. And this year really was Triple H's sort of proving ground, right? He had the summer of 22 through the winter to kind of set up his storylines and then move him into... Uh, the WrestleMania season that he was going to run. And I think he did a great job. Let's uh, let's take a look at some of the highlights from... I say take a look, like there's any video for this. Um, let's take a look at some of the highlights from every month uh, of 2023 leading up to right now. So in January was Royal Rumble, obviously. And Cody Rhodes won the Royal Rumble to, to set him on the path to quote-unquote finish his story with Roman Reigns. But I think one of the biggest moments in... Uh, the Rumble was Gunther being made. He was a made man after that Royal Rumble. I think everyone really sat up and paid attention to Gunther. Uh, I think he came in at number two, lasted all the way to the final two with him and Cody. They put on a banger of a match after a full-on Rumble, and then he did the job for Cody, but lost no shine, and if nothing else, he became a, a, a bigger star. And Gunther really proved that you can not you can, that the right wrestler can make a title worthwhile and not the other way around, right? So I think it, it is the wrestler that carries the title that makes the title important. The reason Roman Reigns' title is important is because his character is very strong, it's been built up, and he carries it with weight. He is, as I call him, the final boss. Gunther is also for the Intercontinental Championship. He is a final boss. He just wrecks everyone. Um, 
he's like the the boss in Elden Ring that isn't the final boss, but he's still crazy difficult. You just like, how, why is this in the middle of the game? This doesn't make any <clears throat> doesn't make any sense. Why this boss that is not the final boss is so damn difficult? It's gonna take me two weeks to beat it, and then you finally beat it. And you're like, oh my God, I don't even want to play the rest of the game. I feel like I climbed a mountain. That's Gunther, um, and it all started there. Well, not started, but that's where it was like, dude, this dude is the is the is legit. And uh, in February, uh, Sami Zayn took on Roman Reigns in the Elimination Chamber. It was in Canada. Everyone thought, quote unquote, thought Sami Zayn was going to go over and win the title. He didn't because, again, Roman is the final boss. And it marked the storyline moving forward for uh, Sami Zayn to get to WrestleMania with Kevin Owens, which we'll jump to right now. So March and April set up WrestleMania for... KO and Sammy to win the tag titles from the Usos and it also set up Cody to lose the uh, the championship match against Roman Reigns which I think some people might have forgotten that Cody did not finish his story and that people think he's on the road to finishing it at 40 I don't know they haven't really set that up yet in May uh, WWE tears down Puerto Rico with Bad Bunny and one of the most hyped uh, PLE slash pay-per-views that the WWE had this year. I mean, it, the crowd was crazy. The event was crazy. The matches were great. And Bad Bunny tore it down as a performer. Dude wrecked house. That crowd was crazy. And they poured so much money into um, Backlash. Uh, Puerto Rico did. That they can't even do it again. They can't They can't afford to do it again. So they, they were like, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it big. We're going to do it PR style. And they tore it down uh, in Puerto Rico. Then uh, from June to July, we had sort of a bloodline breakdown, and which led to, what is it, uh, Money in the Bank in July, where Damien Priest won the briefcase, and Io Sky won her women's uh, briefcase. And that was the pay-per-view. I'll always call it a pay-per-view. I'm not calling it a PLE. Uh, that was the pay-per-view that Jay pinned Roman it was, it was the first time Roman got pinned in what, like two years in the tag match between the Usos and the Bloodline, Roman and uh, Solo, which set up their SummerSlam match where Jimmy turned on Jay and honestly started this really weird uh, storyline for Jimmy that I think we're getting to the point now where we're, we're far enough away from the setup where now he's just his character and his character is, uh, is, is, I mean, it's not interesting, but I like it sort of like, I see where they're trying to go with it. It's still kind of weird. And, and my logic, my lot, the logical parts of my brain won't connect dots for Jimmy's character, but hopefully by the time we get to, um, Royal rumble, they set up Jimmy versus Jay for mania. And we're right there. Rumbles right around uh, the rumbles right around the corner, guys. It's going to be great. In uh, September, my highlight for September was Becky Lynch versus Trish in that crazy uh, cage match. They tore the house down. They pulled the curtain and never looked back. They made everything more difficult for people uh, in that pay-per-view. Kudos to Trish for taking that huge bump and getting that crazy uh, knot on her head, <laughs> taking pictures, glamour pictures with a, a huge knot. In October, I believe that was when Io Sky claimed her women's championship title. Has it? I don't know if it was October. I can't remember. It feels like way longer. 
I think it was way longer. I think it was longer. I think I'm. I, I think she she just defended her title in uh in October. When did she win the title? Man, you can't recall a whole year's worth of story, but I think she just defended her title against um, Charlotte and Bianca. I, didn't she win the women's Money in the Bank and then cash it in the same day? I'm blanking. Somebody let me know in the comments. And uh, in November. Huge, huge November for WWE. Randy Orton returned. Yay! Randy Orton came back at uh, War Games and nothing else happened in November. Come on, man. CM Punk came back too. That's crazy. That the biggest acquisition in like professional wrestling in a very long time. CM Punk, quote unquote, went home. Give me a break. And uh, is going to generate a lot of bucks for WWE. Let's be honest. And that brings us to December, where we're kind of on our road to uh, Royal Rumble. There's no PLEs or anything going on these these days. But uh, that's a lot of stuff this year. That's a lot of storyline. That's a lot of good wrestling. I didn't cover that. I covered very high-level stuff from this year to kind of get your mind wrapped around some of the stories that were you know, presented to us. But let's be very clear. There was a lot of good wrestling this year. Very good wrestling happened this year. Great matches. I, I didn't even cover things like uh, Chad Gable versus Gunther for the IC title or the rise of Tazawa or R-Truth coming back. I mean, it's just been an incredible year of wrestling. We'll do another episode about all the great stuff that happened this year. So thanks for listening. And don't you ever forget. I'm your friend. But if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you. Don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.